0: With everybody's permission, I'm not to to Yudah ben Esther, Yosef ben Yaffa, and Nisan ben Chana, and Narephan Elohim. We are continuing today. We're learning about Chidush. Chidush learning new things. person learning new things. And it's a very, very big deal. It's very important for a person to always be searching for and always be looking to gain new things. And the Torah, its depth is is deeper than the oceans. And its length is is farther than the skies that Hashem has created. That means it's unlike any other book. And this this is the point that I think Pele is trying to to drive home. It's not like a math book that you make a math book uh, for first graders, and you make a math book for uh, eighth graders, and you make a math book for high schoolers. And each math book, you finish the book, you finish that level, and then you move on to the next level. And, and you, when you finish that level, you move on to the next level. I learned it once. I finished the content inside, and I understand it. And then I move on to the next one. The Torah is not that way. The Torah is a unique book because it's the handwriting of Hashem. This is, it's God's book. It's Hashem's book. And there's something special to the Torah, and that is its depth is unlimited. Every year you read it again, every time you read it, there's something new. There's something new to understand. In every generation there are new commentaries being written, there's new books that, that are being written, both to ask and answer, you know, back on, on the Torah itself and the words of the Torah itself, but also on those who previously commented. And those who gave previous questions and previous answers, and it will help sometimes in focusing our lens. But the um, it's amazing. I mean, there's no other bestseller in the world like like the Torah, and it blows you away. If you if a person just thinks for a second and just looks for how many commentaries and how many books were written over the generations, generation after generation, just to understand the Torah. Just to understand, it, well, one word of the Torah, one line of the Torah. Uh, there are sometimes, I'm, I'm not going to joke, not hundreds of books, thousands, thousands, maybe tens of thousands, tens of thousands of books that have been written to, to understand. Yeah, yeah, to understand this one book that Hashem gave us. To understand a few words that Hashem gave us. It's unbelievable. So the Zohar, his last point that he left off on, is Shabbat. He said the importance of learning something new on Shabbat. When a person comes to Shabbat... (laughs) Yeah, now we have to have a Be'ezer (laughs) Hashem. So, when we come to Shabbat, our focus in our minds, we should always think that, I have to learn something new this Shabbat. And we have to ask somebody if it's at the Shabbat table, or if it's at Kenisa, when we're reading the parashah and we're learning the parasha not in the middle of torah reading but maybe before or maybe after but did you learn something new on the, on the parasha did you learn something new we want it we have to gain something new every shabbat and when a person does that his neshama when his neshama goes back to heaven after shabbat when our second neshama our new neshama goes back to hashem it's prepared to answer that's the question that Hashem asks and the, at the end of Shabbat. He asks the, the neshamah that he sent down, did you learn something new this Shabbat? What, new, what did you gain this Shabbat? And, and I know many Jews who are like this. I know many, many Jews. And when it comes to Shabbat, you know, what, what did you read this week? What did you learn this week? Do you, have, do you have a new Dvar Torah for me? Do you have a new Dvar Torah? Something that we could learn and gain me no. so we're after the parentheses now and if there's somebody that his his own knowledge or his own level of learning is not enough that he can come up with something new himself uh, I'm not yet at that level that I can ask a new question that has never been asked before or I can come up with a new answer that I haven't asked that I haven't asked before then Uh, I have an idea for you, right? Find yourself a new commentary on the Torah that you haven't learned before. Learn the commentaries on the Torah who ask the questions and who who give the answers so that you, at least from your perspective, you learn something new. You gain a new insight in the Torah. And Baruch Hashem, there are so many beautiful spharim and so many beautiful commentaries in whatever language you want, in whatever language you're you're, you're looking for. So if a person has already read the art scroll blue chumash um, every year, then go on to say, I want to learn the rashis. I want to learn... Uh, yeah you know, just there, there, there's an English uh, Rashi that a person can learn. There are other uh, uh, English translations and commentaries on the Torah as well. There are so many so many learn, try to learn the Ramban. the Ramban is, a, is another level of learning uh, to try to learn the Ramban. Learn the Midrashim on on the parashat. Take the Midrash says and learn and learn the Midrashim on the Parashat. But take if you cannot come up with something new, or you're not coming up with something new, then learn a new book. Find a new book that, uh, of Torah that you will gain even one page, one insight, one thing that you've never learned before. You should try to take with you on Shabbat every Shabbat. And says every time you learn something new and you did not, if you did not know about it already, even though. Yes, somebody was somebody else's chidush, somebody else's... Rashi came up with this, the Ramban came up with this. But still, from my perspective, I, I gained that... I, I can, my neshama can go back and answer Hashem. I learned something new this Shabbat. Here Here is what I learned this Shabbat. Uh, anybody, if you can read, if you can read, if you are literate and can read in any language, you can imagine in the times of Peleoet that maybe there might have been many people who were illiterate, unfortunately, who couldn't read at all in any language. Today, Baruch Hashem, there's a, the, there's a level of literacy that people have in whatever language you want. We don't realize how fortunate we are to be living in this generation. The Torah is so accessible in any language probably more than any other time in history it's it's something incredible it's yeah. and it's available it's available and accessible yeah, yeah. so many shiurim if you don't understand the the, the book itself <laughs> i'm locked in now I, I created a problem for myself i i never know if people are telling the truth to me now or not <laughs> <laughs> at least on Shabbat I should learn something new I should pick up a new book and learn something new that I haven't learned before and if I don't know let's say I'm not literate you're not a literate person I cannot read in any language then what should, should I do so ask somebody ask somebody at the Shabbat table Ask, uh, go to the class of one of the rabbis on Shabbat in the morning or in, or in the afternoon. Or make sure you go to the drashah, make sure you hear the, the rabbi's speech. Or talk to somebody about the bar, somebody who can read. Talk to somebody who can read and say, I need to learn something new this Shabbat. I haven't learned something new this Shabbat. Tell me something I've never heard. We the Sefer HaZohar Hakadosh, and also learning the Sefer HaZohar. Remember, Peleoetz we learned uh, under Zohar. Peleuets, learning Zohar is very important. Af The Zohar is a book, according to Kabbalah, according to the Mikubalim, like the Peleuets. They say that even if you don't understand, it's as if you learned something new, and uh, it's, a, it's a unique Sefer. Even if you did, even if you don't understand, who wrote the Zohar according to our tradition? Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, before he passed away. We learned about the Zohar in Zayin. So, we have the podcast, it's there. And, uh, so right, and a person who does more, a person who does less, Hashem accepts all of it. As long as a person, you're doing it. For the sake of heaven, from the bottom of your heart. And now, another idea. Everything that you learned. You learned something new. I have, an, I have a thought for you. I have an idea. Advice. Advice. Right. Right. Write it down. Write notes for yourself. And eventually, maybe make a book out of it. Don't disrespect them. Don't disregard them. Don't take it as something that I learned something new and then, okay, if I forget it tomorrow, it's also not a big deal. Uh, try to make it so that you remember it and so that you know it. And if it's something that you liked, if you if, if it inspired you, if it changed you, if you learned a new idea that changed you as a person, then write it down. Write it down somewhere. Maybe make some notes about it. Not on Shabbat itself, of course, but after Shabbat. Anytime you heard something new and you liked it, if it touched your neshama, then maybe it's going to touch somebody else's neshama. So write it down. She uh, because the commentaries all explain. She that she hamikdash Nowadays, we don't have a beit hamikdash, korbanot, and we don't have korbanot to bring. mechaper alaf korbanot. One who writes down new ideas about Torah that he learned is as if he brought korbanot in the beit hamikdash. They learned it from the Pesukim and Tehidim. It says, ola lo Hashem did not ask for a korban ola and chata'a. As I'm a martyr, so I said, Hine bati Hashem, I'm coming to you with a new book that I'm writing. I'm coming to you with the with the words that I'm writing. Uh, alai, that which I learned. And they also said, it's one of the questions that Hashem is going to ask us when we go to Shemaim. Why didn't you write it down when you learned something new? Why <laughs> not uh, Not yet. What's the reason that they gave it to us so that we can also transmit it to somebody else? And maybe somebody else one day is going to read it. And what does it accomplish for you when you write down a book, or you write down notes of Torah that you learned? If somebody else one day is inspired by those notes that you wrote, then Chachamim say that when when they learn a person's Torah, so to speak, a person is in his grave, and he still speaks, his lips are moving. His lips are moving in the grave because... So to speak, not—I don't think that literally his lips are moving in the grave, but it's so to speak, his lips are moving in the grave. That he's continuing to teach, he's continuing to say, he's continuing to influence this world or she. Uh, same thing with a woman. Yeah, they're still alive. They're still alive. As long as yeah, it's a, yeah, as long as a person is learning your Torah or that which you taught in this world, then you're still alive in this world. Even while a person is in his grave, you're still alive and still giving. Uh, if only a person would have the time to be able to think about the things that I learned since I was a young child, not just in the moment, not just I learned something new right now, let me write it, but to sit one day and to think, you know, what, what are my favorite libra Torah that I learned you know, from from when I was a child? Well, what are my favorite things that touched me? the sweetest things that you learned, the nicest things, the most inspiring uh, uh, little Dibret that you learned, and And even if it's something that's already written, even somebody else said it, somebody else wrote it, of course, Rashi already said it, somebody else already wrote it, but maybe there are some things that weren't written yet. And and also maybe When you collect everything and you publish it, you're doing a kindness. Those other books, the other books that you learned it from, maybe maybe somebody doesn't have that book. I mean, maybe somebody is not able to learn Rashi or is not able to learn the Ramban. But you're writing a sefer, and they're reading your book, because yeah, they have Your book is in, the, is in the khalisa, but their book is not there, or your book is in your house. That's why you <laughs> we, we try to follow fele so <laughs> it should be as a khut for us. We're nothing, we're nobody, but, uh, but maybe you wrote a book, even if you left it in your house. Maybe your children or your grandchildren, they're not going to go get the other books from the store or from Canica, but they have your book in your house, and they're going to read your book. So now they learn something. Now they learn something new, because they're learning your book. In that way you will bring honor to Hashem through being another conduit to transmit the Torah. And I'll do the, this part very quickly. And as great as it is to learn something new, we're talking about new, new things in Torah. It's on such a high level. At any rate, right? What what should we not spend our time on? Is learning new things about this world. Right? Learning, <laughs> learning the the news, the gossip, the gossip, the latest. Right, the latest new gossip. A uh, person gets uh, dirty with all of the, the excrement and all the filth of the world. And they also, uh, they misdirect you. you. You end up thinking about all of this gossip that you don't need to think about. It comes into your prayers. You want to come to Tfilah and you want to have your mindset for Hashem and to talk to Hashem. And all a person has in his mind is this nonsense, this gossip which is tainting his mind and which is stopping a person from being able to daven. All of us have in our nature that we always want to hear what's new, and we want to learn what's new, If it's not something that I need for my Parnassah, and it's not Torah, that's not the type of news that I want to hear, that I need to hear. I need to hear news and stay updated with my parnasah, with whatever is going on with my Parnassah. And then beyond that, I fulfill my desire for something new, by learning something new in the Torah that I haven't, I haven't learned before. We should say, what's it going to add to me? What's it going to help me? It's not going to help me in any way to know this gossip. Don't let it enter your ears. No, idle chatter. Idle chatter. You know, the Syrians, they like to say hakibalash. They call it hakibalash. Uh, it's idle chatter, nonsense, chatter, and gossip. that doesn't help anybody. Don't let it go into your ears. When a person goes to Gehinam, the ear is burned first. <laughs> <in Geinem. laughs> this is an area that we all have to strengthen ourselves we all have to pray to Hashem to be able to to, to overcome this because this is the Yetzir HaRa that all of us have that we want to hear the latest thing and the latest gossip that, that happened and it doesn't benefit us in any way what does it do for us? And so right? and as Chachamim like to always say, he says, when you learn something new, u'kne lecha chavir. Pirkei it says, purchase yourself a friend. So there the many Sephardic rabbis, they said, don't read it, u'kne, buy yourself a friend. He said, lecha haver. Kane, the read, the pen. Let the pen be your friend. We should make the pen, our our best friend, and in moments that a person, take a few moments a day, write a little something new, write something that you learned, and Be'ezrat Hashem, it should serve as an inspiration for generations. Have a wonderful day. (laughs) Happiest Thursday.